0: Good evening and welcome to the Cocoa Express show for April 7th, 2014 and I'm your host Aurelia Lyles. This evening we are going to be in the world of Alpha. Now, as you know, we have some really interesting guests on the show and we talk about some interesting topics as my intro says. However, what you don't know is... I like to observe and watch things and see different kinds of trends happening. And when I find something really unique, I kind of like follow it for a little while to see how it's going. And today's show is something that I've been following um, for a minute. And I've noticed a trend happening and I wanted the opportunity to speak or at least allow you to know about this and speak with the um, owner, one of the owners of the company and get uh, an insight on how it came about and what sparked his particular interest to bring this kind of company to us. So the guest we have today, his name is Patrick Kojo. He is so interesting and he has such a wonderful background. I'm not going to go into all the details about that because I'm going to allow him to tell you his story because it is just, Amazing and fantastic, and you'll understand why when you hear him tell his story. So, uh, please, please, please allow me the opportunity to bring to you Patrick Cocho. Hi. Hello.
1: Hi. Hello, everybody. <coughs> hey, everybody. How are you? Yeah,
0: I'm doing. I'm doing quite well, and I know that you have a, a slight cold, so. I do.
1: apologize. Don't apologize. with me. Stay with me. I'm going to try to to, to enunciate, and uh, so everybody can understand what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, picked up a little bit of a cold uh, this weekend in, in Dallas at the Final Four.
0: Okay. Well, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time out, even though you're under the weather. That I really appreciate that, and I thank you. Um, so. Basically, you are the brother of Boris Kojo, and that's, you know, everyone knows who your brother is, and he's an amazing actor, and you have an amazing story as well. Now, you were both um, from, you're both from Vienna, Austria, and you grew up in Germany. Now, what was that like for you?
1: Our um, was was pretty amazing. Um, <coughs> excuse me. We uh, we as you as you said, we were born born in Vienna and we moved um uh to Germany where we're, uh, to my to my mother's um hometown um when I was about uh, one and a half, two years old, something like that. Um as my as my parents were getting getting divorced. My uh so my dad is still in Vienna now, and my mom's still in, in Germany and we grew up with, with her and the uh um so and, and this is uh this is in the uh in the Black Forest in the southwestern corner of Germany. Um, and yeah, it was, it was uh, super sheltered. We grew up in a, in a tiny little, little uh, village. Um, Boris and I being the only two little brown brown boys <laughs> in the area. <laughs> so yeah, I mean we 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 didn't know anything else. But um, you know, in, in retrospect and, and uh, looking back, like we, I'm, we're super grateful for uh, you know for having having grown up there and and for my my mom really doing an amazing job of of, uh, giving us the the necessary confidence and the uh, necessary foundation to, to, um, you know, as a a single mom, it's it's, uh, it's always a challenge, but giving us the uh, the foundation to be able to go out in the world and and, uh, and, uh, take risks and and kind of find our our, uh, respective paths.
0: Great. Now... You were an athlete, uh you might still be an athlete, but um basketball was your game and it's that's what kind of brought you here to the United States so to speak
1: that's that's correct yeah i i, uh, I we we both both Boris and i grew up playing all types of sports uh, I was in Germany. it's, it's uh, mostly mostly soccer and and tennis which Boris ended up sticking with uh for me i am um, i kind of uh started focusing on basketball around the age of ten or so and uh and I I, I I uh see I was fifteen when I ended up coming over here to the states to uh to play basketball at a prep school in um, before being able to jump into college because I was still a, a little bit young at that at that uh, at that time so i yeah, left left uh, the rest of the family behind in in Germany um and I uh, yeah, came came here to, to Virginia. Played at a at a prep school for, for two years before I started playing college basketball, and uh, was uh, you know, ended up <coughs> me, ended up essentially playing, playing college ball until I graduated in, in 2000, and I moved moved out to uh, L.A. and then I started playing playing professionally as well. But that okay. was essentially that was my was my ticket over here.
0: Okay. What was it like coming over here when you first got here? What was it like for you?
1: Oh, it, uh, it was quite the uh, quite the culture shock on on, 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 uh, on many many different levels. Um, it uh, yeah. For, first of all, I, I wasn't really fluent in, in in English at the time. Germany being my first language, and we we uh. We learned French in, in school first. Um, also, being that, that we grew up about 20 minutes from the French border in the uh, southwest corner of Germany, uh, and, and then uh, we, we we just started learning English in school around I want to say uh, eighth grade or so. Seventh is eighth, eighth grade. <coughs> me. So so as, when I came over here after after tenth grade, I was still you know kind of uh, learning <laughs> learning uh, you know how to speak I started uh, very thick accent, and uh, so it took me a while to kind of, uh, you know, get get my bearings in that regard. And, and uh, yeah, it was a uh, it, it was quite the shock.
0: Okay. So socially,
1: uh, it was kind of tough to to get a hang of uh, what what people what people do here for fun. Uh, and uh, yeah, so and, and and you know, especially at the age of 15, where you really that the the age where you really um, the the only thing you care about is your your friends and your social life. So uh, leaving all that behind was was, uh, was probably as as uh, um as much of a challenge as, as uh, leaving my family at the time.
0: So that was very. Tra- it was all very traumatic for you.
1: Mm, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't quite say traumatic, but it was it was definitely challenging. That, you know, some, okay. Some uh, some you know some rough rough days here and there, but I I knew what I wanted to do, I knew was why why I came and, and, and I knew I wanted to play basketball and, and and that uh you know was definitely up I I never never regretted my decision to, to to uh to come over there and pursue that.
0: Oh, okay, great. So you were determined and focused on um on your reason and purpose for yeah. being here. Mm-hmm. So you didn't experience the teenage drama and trauma. <laughs> That
1: most of the I, I, teenagers do. Well, I, I still, I still did, I still did, and, and uh, probably, probably earlier than most people here. That, that's, uh, um, you know, in, in, uh, in Europe, we kind of uh, grow up a little bit faster and a little bit, a little bit earlier, and you are kind of a little bit more independent at an earlier time as, uh, as you're growing up over there. So, so um, coming over here was kind of a, socially was kind of a regression for me. Okay. you already in, in Europe already st- you already start going to, uh, to, to clubs and you start, you know, going into the into the city to hang out by you uh, by yourself by yourself with your with your friends at, you know, twelve, thirteen, um, wherever when, when uh when here, you know, most in you know, most uh environments you still are still uh, kinda kinda sheltered at that time. <laughs> um, but uh it's still you know, it's still it's still the same same type of same type of deal where we still had the teenage teenage drama and the uh, you know uh, you know, social social uh, challenges in, in, in high school and everything else. So, um, I did go through that, but, <clears throat> you know, but it, it wasn't it was never never really a, a um, you know much of a much of an issue for me.
0: Okay, now you were a professional basketball player. What was that kind of, what was that like? Because that's a whole different life. It's a whole different ball game.
1: It, it it definitely is, and it's it's there's a it's a pretty great life actually. I I I um, finished school here in in 2000, and uh, my uh, I was injured during my my senior season. I actually my during my whole career I was I was pretty much one one walking injury. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I kind of had to deal with that, but I had severe severe back issues during my my senior year, so. Uh, um, I you know, didn't enter the draft. I had to rehab for a year and a half after school before I could even play again. So I spent that time in L.A. rehabbing, and then I jumped, jumped right, uh, right into professional basketball overseas in, in Europe. Ended up, I ended up doing that for uh, the next uh, next six years or so. <laughs> Excuse me. And I was still, uh, still living in, in L.A. at the time, um, so I'd go go back and forth. Um I spend the uh, the season season uh, you know around Europe playing, and come back and, and, and spend the spend the off time in, in LA. Okay,
0: and then from playing basketball, what did you do?
1: After playing basketball?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Well, um, after actually, even even during the time when I was still still playing, I was kind of um, kind of uh, dipping my my feet into different different industries to, to kind of uh, um, figure out about what uh, what would be next after after my my uh, playing career. I was always kind of I, I was never really one, one dimensional one dimensional like like uh, like uh, most athletes are. I Always kind of knew that that you know that there's there's always a plan plan B. I was I was injured a lot so that kind of kind of gave me some some uh, some more time than than. Uh, than a lot of other athletes to kind of think about that sort of stuff. So, um I during my playing career um I was already kind of uh, um, dipping my toes into the business community and I, I um have started a couple of companies I started a um a website that uh essentially um would ser- serve as a uh um portfolio um portfolio site for graphic artists i mm-hmm. um, also also um had a um an, an import business from uh, um from asia into europe i imported a bunch of bunch of uh, you know variety of merchandise with uh um the partner of mine and i uh, built that uh, that company in in germany and uh, we ended up uh, being fairly successful successful in that <coughs> we imported any anything from from uh, t shirts to bowling bowling lanes into, into europe um and i was doing all that you know while still still uh, playing basketball over there um oh. so i I, uh, I i retired around uh around oh six oh seven um and um and, and i had a a uh, few months where i wasn't really sure where where i was gonna go and what path i would take and where where um kind of my when when my my path kind of led me to the clothing direction
0: okay now the clothing direction the world is alpha now I kind of got wind of your company I think I'd say about three years ago Um, and I was checking it out and everything and I found the whole concept so amazing because of the simple fact that you you know quite well that it's really difficult to find clothes that fit right, um, and the opportunity to be able to have a custom-made shirt for the price that it was at that time just blew my mind. How did you come up with this concept and idea?
1: Um, it was actually in, uh, I was actually in, in Germany at the time, and I, I, uh, I got inter- introduced to this company that was uh, doing made-to-measure shirts, um, in in a in a similar way in a similar fashion um everything everything's still still offline everything uh, um you know much much uh, uh, more simplified than than uh, than we are operating now um and uh kind of got the ball rolling I, I made contact with uh with the uh with the CEO of that company at the time before that from the a, a, ended up forming a partnership for uh, um for distribution in in the states um mm-hmm. And uh because at the time they were they were just operating around around Europe. And I I um kind of ended up uh, developing uh, you know, continuing to develop that concept. Um into so, you know, into much much greater detail that the uh, the partnership ended up um um splitting up uh, a couple years after that. <coughs> but at that at that time I had already um um kind of kind of started I'm um, building my own infrastructure uh, around around Asia and around the world, um, pertaining to to you know fabric supplies and, and software companies and uh, um, and uh, manufacturers. So so um, I was able to to at that at that point um, essentially start from scratch and and build everything. Um, Exactly how how uh, Boris and I would, would, would envision the company to to, to turn out, and, and uh, so it was a uh, you know so we we it was a lot of a lot of work, a lot of uh, a lot of development. Um, but we ended up um, forming some some uh, great great partnerships around the world that would uh, facilitate that whole whole process and and, um, and really really build the company from the, from the ground up exactly the way the way we we thought it should be. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: And uh, we're we're thrilled to be be where we are
0: now. Yeah, it's amazing. Because I know um, when I initially, you know, saw the company, you had some other, there was some other, um, I guess you could say, merchandise that was being offered and available that's not in the current company that you have right now. And I noticed that some of the quality items had changed a little bit as well. Now, first, let's start off. What is your company's mission?
1: All right, well, the, the the mission of World of Alpha, the mission of Alpha is to bring custom tailoring to everyone. So uh, essentially, like like you said, um, it is it is difficult for, for folks to find fine clothing that really fits. Um, the issue, though, is is that we we're um, just by the uh, the nature of the industry now and the way it's ha- it has been for for you know, decades and centuries. Essentially, is that we we've been conditioned. To accept what's available, we've been conditioned to go into a store to kind of see what, what's what's uh, what's in the store, to find something we kind of like, to to find you know try it on, find find the size that kind of fits us, and to kind of be fine with it. And uh, for us, um, and, and for most people, it, it kind of works out, and, and uh, they're able to kind of find what they like, and, and, uh, and they're fine with it. For uh, you know for for folks like me, I'm six seven, and um, Wow. Pretty much, pretty much, you know, so boys. You know, boys were about six, about six four, um, so you know, growing and growing up, and, and it was pretty much impossible for us to, to to find things off the rack. So we'd always always have to kind of go get stuff altered and, and, and that sort of thing to not look completely crazy. But um, yeah, so, so essentially, the the our our vision was that. that Really, we want to build a company that that uh, gives gives people access to have it exactly their way. Because if you if you really think about it, if you go into a store and you you uh, um, you know you you want to buy a shirt, um, you know you look for a color you 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 uh, you like that's there, and um, and you know sometimes you, you you walk out of the store and you're 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 satisfied with, satisfied with with uh, what you purchased, but if you really think about it, um, if you could um, if you have a shirt in, in hand that you just pur- purchased, if you could, would you change the button color or would you make it an inch and a half longer or would you take in the the uh, the waist, to, you know, two inches to fit you to fit you better? Like, if you had that option, you would definitely do it. Um, but we've been con- conditioned just to accept it's there. So with us, essentially you can have it exactly your way. And uh, um, that's, essentially that's an asset that... Uh, had been reserved for uh for wealthy people in the past because custom tailoring had you know obviously is traditionally so so expensive that that uh I
0: a lot of, not a lot of
1: people have any experience um with it because they can afford it <coughs> So mm-hmm. essentially we wanted to flip that, flip the industry on its on its on its side, and uh, find ways how we can make it as affordable as possible, how to put the best pro the best product, the best value out there, and and even um, have it be a, a fun experience to kind of uh, develop your own style.
0: Okay, and the fun part comes in with the interactive 3D product designer because I know I had a lot of fun, um, kind of going on and and changing the different looks of the shirt that I was interested in at the time. And um, the there was one thing I wanted to share with you. Just uh, Saturday, I was at the dry cleaners dropping off some clothes, and there was this young guy in there, and he was with his dad. His dad was about five eight five nine, So, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, you're coming out, you're coming out. So I'm trying to figure out what was going on. So his son comes out. His son's like six six, and he has in this suit, and... The um, dry cleaners is going to alter it. And I'm like, there's not enough altering in the world to make that suit fit that boy. (laughs) The the sleeves were too short, and she goes, we have to bring down the sleeves all the way. I'm like, you need a a, a real suit. And, you know, your company popped in my head, and I'm saying to myself, you know what, people – don't know and they need to know because this would save that poor boy the humiliation of having to be in there
1: right. you know, with the money too.
0: Yes, I'm sure it would have. And that's you know, that's one of the things that really caught captured my attention about what you're doing. And um like you said, it would be nice if you can like Design design an outfit or suit for yourself that had um, your favorite color, you know, thread on it or, or a, a particular <laughs> kind of um, the sleeve that's different than a sleeve that you would see someone else wearing. And that I find extremely interesting. Now, when you created the 3D product process, that's based on your... Um, how did you come up with that concept to make it so user friendly for the average consumer?
1: Uh, essentially, we 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 started out um, started out with, with with none of that none of that so, so we we wanted to develop kind of a way for folks to be to, to be able to really really get into styling their own their own uh, their own outfits and and, and developing their 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 taste essentially <laughs> and um so i uh, i uh i don't remember what the catalyst was but we we essentially came up with that with the concept as it is now where you essentially start start out with a with a blank product with a white shirt or or a, a navy suit um and uh Essentially, with our, our site, then walks you through this, as you know, walks you through the process of, of, of how to design your own, own things in just a few few really simple steps. And we we, and, uh, we really wanted to focus on the the simple aspect cause, because we knew if we would if we would make it too compl- complicated, you know, people would lose interest. So we wanted to make it fun. We wanted to make it user friendly, and uh, um, to make it interactive and fun and, and, and visual was was definitely at the top of the, at the top of the list for us so so as you as you go through the process um you 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 uh the 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 product you you see on the site um turns in the product you're designing with the cho- with the design choices you make so you you uh you pick the fabric and that shirt will will turn to that fabric you pick the collar you you uh the 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 collar will pop up on the on the shirt you're seeing and the you know same going online collar pockets car car front back, the, the button the button colour, down to the button hole colour even and contrast fabrics and, and so on. Um is uh, um essentially is, is in, in just a few minutes you design your own your own product and you you uh, definitely don't even know how it happened. <coughs> but the uh the the challenge for us was um in in development was to to figure out what options to, to, uh, to put on the side because we, obviously we could have, we could have added, um, you know, a variety of, of, uh, of additional options. Um, but we definitely didn't want to overwhelm folks in the, in the design of their product. So we, I think we came up with, with quite a good mix quite a good balance of, of, uh, of design options for each product for, for suits and jeans, suits and jeans as well. <coughs> And uh, we we keep getting getting uh, tremendous feedback about the the uh, the designing process from from our customers. So we're 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 super thrilled we were able to do that. It took it took quite quite some time um, in development to to to, uh, to create that software, um, especially since at the same time we we're also developing um, the the actual production technology that would enable us to offer the the value that we're offering. So mm-hmm. um, not only. Do we have to develop the the, the front end, the, the website? Um, but at the same time, we developed, you know, um, essentially new production processes that would streamline the whole the whole tailoring tailoring uh, process. And we developed it with our with our partners in our facility, um, and then that did uh, take quite some time because it essentially was was a complete pioneer work because um, the custom tailoring. Um, Traditionally, is a is a completely manual process, a completely manual industry, and a completely uh, um, and you know that being part of why why traditionally it's been so expensive. So essentially, what happens is you go to to a tailor, the tailor takes your measurements, and then he he plots your your uh, your pattern with the measurements he's he's gotten. That usually takes takes some time. So in a couple of weeks, you you come back in. He he at that point he he would uh, have. Um, you know, cut the pattern. You'd cut the fabric. You'd uh, put together essentially what is what is the first draft of a of a, of a garment, and have you uh, go through a a a, a uh, variety of fittings over over the coming weeks to to kind of uh, fit the garment to you. So we kind of had our our work cut out for us trying to to uh, essentially bring that process into the 21st century. <coughs> So it's very, you know, what we do is very, very software intensive, and it had to be to to uh, to be able to to offer the value we we offer. So mm-hmm. we we did we had to develop our own our own automated pattern software that kind of brings consistency to the whole process. Um, um, so it did. We we before we went to market, we were in development for about three years. <coughs> so uh, it, did, it did take some time, but it was definitely definitely worth it. So so. Um, um, now, the the consistency aspect is, is is huge as well because now you can, um, you know, after you purchase your first your first shirt, your first suit, if you come back a few months down the line, if you lost some weight or gained some weight, um, you can still manage your measurements that we keep in your in your account online. If you if you do that with a uh, with a traditional tailor, um, you'd have to go back in and get get uh, measured again, and you'd have to either adjust a pattern by hand or create a whole new pattern for you. And then uh, you still wouldn't know how it would turn out. Um, and if you wouldn't do that and just go with uh with um, with the Taylor's old pattern. Um, there still would be inconsistencies because uh um just because it's all done done uh, um by uh, the pattern's all done by hand. Uh, for for us that consistency was, was uh was very, very important for us as well. Um just to make it make the whole process more user friendly and more more, uh, um, you know, at at that level of trust in the in the process.
0: Okay. Now, I I I do understand the whole. My mom, she used to make all of our clothes when we were kids, so I really understand the whole process. And um.
1: What a, what a luxury! What a luxury that is,
0: Yes, it was. It's fantastic. <laughs> I always look good too. <laughs> 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 and um, so. But can you kind of, like, give us the difference between the, the signature standard fit and the European slim fit? What's the difference between those two kinds of fits? Because you offer those?
1: We do. The, the, the only difference, essentially, is, is, uh, is that the, the Euro slim fit is cut slightly tighter to the body than, than our signature standard fit. And, and so, essentially, we, we, we jokingly refer to, to, the, uh, to the, uh, the Euro slim fit. Um, as an, an advanced, a so little the, uh the profit, because most folks, um, even even folks that are used to wearing, so especially folks that are used to wearing suits, um, aren't used to the custom tailored fit and the custom tailored look. So sometimes it takes it takes some folks a while um, before they're ready for that for that uh, that tight silhouette that a custom tailored suit um, kind of affords you. So it's, mm-hmm. it's simply Tail is slightly slightly tighter to the to the body. What happens is, we developed a measuring system for strictly for the for the layman for folks that don't have any experience. Just because with our price points, you know, most we knew that most of our uh, customers just wouldn't have had any any experience in in custom tailoring and, and in measuring. So we want to make it make that aspect of it as easy as possible too. So at the pro after, at the at uh, sorry at the end of the design process online, you've seen our, our simple measuring videos that. You know, you can mm-hmm. follow in, the, in, in just a few minutes to to, to get yourself measured with the help of a family member or a friend. Mm-hmm. You put the measurements in, and then in in, in, uh, in about in about four weeks, you have the garment at your door. <coughs> um, the um, so we, we developed that that uh, the measure system with with the layman in mind. So so essentially, what we want to do with that is we want to put the customer in complete control of of his or her measurements. So essentially. The measurements you put in for you know, for when you talk about the sleeve length or the jacket length or whatever else um, we don't change them we use them as is in our patterns so essentially you you see those patterns reflected in the final garment so if you put in a, a let's say a, a 25 inch sleeve length
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, when when you receive your shirt or blouse that, that blouse will have that um, that 25 inch inch sleeve for you to measure from seam to edge so what that does is, especially in the beginning, when when uh, when new customers make their first purchases, what happens is that that you know once you get your first shirt or first blouse back, you still you're still in the process of figuring out what your own personal perfect fit is. So if you if you put in a 25 inch sleeve and uh, your your shirt comes back, you may say, oh okay, well uh, now that I'm wearing it, that, uh, I would like my Sleeve just I'll probably take off half an inch of that sleeve for my next shirt. So finding your own personal personal fit, especially if you're not used to having it really really being able to have it go away, is uh, is still a process in the in the beginning for some people. And we want to make sure that people have have the control over their measurements to to uh, to navigate that and to manage that. So even if you, um also if you gain weight or lose some weight, you can just you can simply uh, remeasure yourself and compare your your uh, um, compare your measurements to the to the measurements of your 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 uh, prior orders, which are all still which will also be listed in your in your account which you can and then you can review them at any point in time so you can kind of manage manage your own sizes perfectly so with the essentially the only the only areas where we add extra room in the pattern for movement um and for for comfort is the chest and the stomach and the hip of the the shirt and the jacket. Because you need that to you know, if you, if you don't have any movement you, you just can't be can't be skin tight. So so that's that's where the, the Euro slim and the standard fit come in because um, depending on which of those two fits you select, we add um, we add some extra fabric in the pattern in those areas um for movement and for for uh, for the standard for the standard fit we add a slightly larger percentage than for the Euro Slim fit. So that's the only only difference. That's really interesting actually, that that um if you have two people with the exact same body, they're not going to have the same idea of what's what's perfect and what's comfortable for them. So, so essentially, those two fits kind of get you started on your on your way to figure out what your personal perfect fit is. And uh, once you have that, once you experience that, there's nothing else because because you know once you once you feel at home in a fit and in the suit and in a shirt, you're going to walk taller. You're going to you're going to be more confident and you're going to enter a room differently. And that's, that's the type of the type of feedback we love to get from our customers that, that haven't had any or hadn't had any experience with that uh, prior to ordering from Alpha.
0: Now, right now, your product line is you, you sell women's blouses slash shirts and men's attire. So when I say men's attire, I mean shirts, suits, jeans, jackets for men. Now, am I right?
1: Yes, that's correct. We we jeans, uh, suits, and suit separates. We sell uh, the shirts for men, blouses for women. We also sell sell uh, custom, custom made ties as well. You can specify, you know, the the length and the width of the tie. and You can have some some uh, some fun, fun design options on the ties as well. Okay. Um, we are we are in development on quite a, quite a few quite a few uh, um, different products as well right now and especially for women we don't we definitely don't want to leave you you guys behind <laughs> we, Thank we are you. we are on development of
0: <laughs> we are on
1: development of, uh, of uh, our, our women's our custom women's suit and uh, we have been for a while and it's it's uh it does it does take time that's the that's um, the reason we we have a limited product line right now. is because we don't want to cut corners. And that's that's uh, the cornerstone of of our concept. Is that we want to we want to bring the best product we can to market, and we want to bring the best value, um, uh, and, and the best simply the best the best quality product um, to market. So so we take we take our time in development. We do uh, very very in depth testing. Of all aspects of the of the, pro- of the uh, process and the the, the product itself, it you know, is slightly more more uh, complicated or more challenging to to uh, um, to create a woman's suit just because it really does beautiful shape.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so, uh, you know, we're we're pushing a lot with that. I know there's a lot mm-hmm. of uh, women out there waiting waiting for that to stay with us. Yes. We thank you for your patience.
0: Yes, because unlike you, I'm five foot two so you know mm. it's a challenge trying to find clothes that fit such a beautiful figure right. like mine that's so tiny
1: right <laughs> right right and it's and it's not fair
0: mm-hmm. and that's, no it's that's not
1: the the the, uh, the clothing industry as it is right now it's just um really really just in, in our opinion isn't isn't working for for, for a lot of people it only mm-hmm. only sanitizers only work for about eight percent of people everybody else is uh, is compromising heavily, and even even the folks that can fit standard sizing, they're compromising on design. So okay. so we we feel that everybody deserves to have it exactly their way, and as as uh, the uh, the technology the, the technological tools become available and and, and uh, we can develop them, um, we think everything should go 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 uh, um, um, further into into customization, to personalization. And that's exactly what's, what, uh, what's happening and what will continue to happen in, the, in all industries across the board. As it becomes possible for uh, to, to manufacture and produce and uh, kind of to listen more to the individual customer, we think it should be done.
0: Mm-hmm. Now – When you talked about, you know, the whole fitting process of the custom, well, the custom tailored suit and how you have to, you know, first you get measured, then you come back and you do several different fittings. Now, what's your delivery time compared to the delivery time of a custom tailor, individual?
1: Custom tailor, for for custom tailoring for the the individual tailor takes, no, usually, with with uh, with all the fittings, about three three months and beyond. If you go really traditional, um, our delivery time is, is three to five weeks at the most, <coughs> and that that's uh, due to our our um, proprietary production technology and production processes. essentially, what we're doing is we are bringing, bringing a a a, a product uh, to a mass market that that uh, hadn't been. Um, hadn't been offered to the mass market before. Because, uh, it was all it was um, individually, manually created um, product before. So we essentially applied applied mass mass production technology to to uh, custom to custom tailoring, which mm-hmm. uh, you know which 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 definitely was a was a was a, a challenge, but it's it's, it's certainly paying off.
0: Now, I'm gonna ask you a question and this is kinda of offbeat, but I did see the Real Husbands of Hollywood episode where they had those those people working. You don't have the, the you, old, old folks. Yeah, you don't have that going on, do you? <laughs>
1: yeah, old old folks and kids.
0: <laughs> I uh, thought that was hilarious. But I know that's not what you're doing or anything like that. Now, we're um, gonna get into that aspect of it but we're going to talk about the shipping now. I know shipping has always been an issue for a lot of companies and for individuals as well. Now, how do you um, how do you cost efficiently send these items out? I mean, how do you manage to do that because shipping can be very expensive for a company.
1: Right. Um, well, it's, it's essentially a, a, a it, it was a, a huge question of how we would structure our, our company and our. our our facilities are in in, uh, in beautiful Thailand. We have state of the art facilities over there. It's absolutely incredible, um, what we've what we've uh what we've built. The um and the reason why we went to Thailand is because Thailand has after the UK and uh and probably Hong Kong the 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 greatest um and the greatest tradition in custom tailoring. Um and in the town, was because of uh, the British influence over there. But but you have you have skilled tailors, skilled uh, skilled uh, seamstresses everywhere. So it it uh, it essentially enables us to uh, to to be able to not not put a ceiling on ourselves, not put a ceiling on on, on the on the how many customers we can we can satisfy. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we have a. a, a Huge number of master tailors um, working for us, who are, are doing an incredible job. Our craftsmanship is absolutely second to none, and uh, there are only a few places in the world where you can where you can pull that off and uh, pull it off um, cost effectively. And uh, so I I, I spend uh, effectively years years over there getting to know, getting to know folks, getting to know our our partners, getting getting to know um, everybody that um, we have. We have a very very skilled IT team there as well, and I uh, yeah, essentially spend months and months over there developing, developing uh, um, our, our software from all from all angles. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, we we completely completely lucked out with the partnerships we've we've built, and uh, with what we what we were crea- um, the what we we're able to create um, with uh, with the structure we have now. So we, what we do um, is we send. Um, products directly from our facilities in, in, in Thailand to the customer's door. And uh, the reason we're able to do that is, is, uh, is uh, structuring. We send, we send each item out individual, individually. We're able to, to uh, um, negotiate incredible incredible deals with uh, um, shipping deals, essentially. Um, now we, we, we're using UPS They're doing an incredible job for us. Um, and just because of the volume um, that we that we produce, we're able to to really really leverage leverage our uh, our uh, our numbers to to come up with some some incredible deals um, that essentially benefit the customer in the shipping prices. Okay.
0: um, I have one question because uh, there was someone who had asked me to ask you a question, and this particular person um he's like into you know, just fashion. And he has checked out your um your company and he's been monitoring it over some time. And his question was, do you have any um intentions of opening up a, a brick and mortar in the sta- in the United States anywhere?
1: We uh we have been throwing around um ideas for that. But essentially essentially um part of our concept was to stay away from brick and mortar and stay stay away from retail just because it adds it adds uh a uh, fairly significant amount of cost to uh, mm-hmm. to your product for the customer. So, part of our, our core concept was to to and and uh, you know distribute not not you, you know you can you can distribute it online, you know that that alone you know cuts cuts a significant chunk of your of the uh, the, the cost that that uh, retail, retail
0: mm-hmm.
1: has have, have, have built into their prices. So usually when you talk about uh, you know something you you uh, you purchase retail, it's you know it's marked up, you know uh, uh, you know multiple times by mm-hmm. the time you get to the, the final price point, and and uh, you know our, our core concept is to, to to offer the best value and the best the best prices for the customers because we know most folks can can't afford um you know a uh, uh, you know, five hundred six hundred eight hundred twelve hundred dollars suit, so so mm-hmm. we want to make sure that we. We enter the market at the lowest possible prices for us, and, and brick and mortar would essentially stand in the way of that.
0: But at the at the
1: point where we are now, though, um, we are considering, um, you know, a, maybe a flagship store, maybe something something kind of off off the cuff, off the cuff, kind of like a non-traditional flagship store somewhere. Haven't really come up come uh, up with a uh the concept that that we like and that would be cost effective enough for for us to jump on it. But we are we are considering you now. One 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 interesting idea we've we've been talking about over these past few weeks and actually um doing a uh, a flagship store on a uh, on a truck. You know, kinda of like a like food truck. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Yeah, so
0: we Yeah, like
1: you know you know you, you see food trucks everywhere and, and uh, mm-hmm. uh Kind of build something like that, we thought would, would would kind of be a fun idea, but we, by, by no means have we have we decided on on, on doing anything like that. Well, we our our uh, um, main main uh, main uh, distribution leg is is our direct sales distribution leg. So now, um, I don't know if you, you I don't know if you know that, but uh, about a year and a half ago, something like that, we we started with uh, direct selling and, and MLM. So essentially,
0: yes. Yes,
1: that was one of the reasons why I was looking at it. <laughs> okay, okay, Yeah, that's working. That's working. You know, it's working awesome for us. It does essentially it, it, it adds the person-to-person contact to what we're doing. You know, obviously, selling online and distributing on distributing online, you you do you do compromise on on the a uh, service. Mm-hmm. So with with direct selling, with with kind of a, um, you know, having having a and an independent network of folks that uh that kind of spread the word for you. It, it kinda of adds that and adds level of service and, and folks can help with measuring and, and with walking walking folks through the process because it's still you know, still kind of a hurdle for folks to jump through um to to measure themselves and to to even uh you know uh, go through go through a, a a more complex um purchasing purchasing process than they used to. So you know, having folks out there in in the field kind of kind of um you know i i walking walking folks through, through the process really goes a long way for us and it's been it's been great we 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 uh we decided to go that route right as the economy is tanking, and uh you know there we're millions of people out there really struggling and um so it was essentially between um you know spending a bunch of money on on uh on media buys and 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 you know, paying a bunch of money to TV stations, radio stations, and, and whatever else, um, and uh, you know we thought it would just be so much of a better idea to, to 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 involve folks who who can you really use a break? So so essentially, we wanted to to add that piece to 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 give folks a chance to to own their own business um, in you know in in just minutes and for essentially. For uh, um, you know for a, a, a tiny tiny cost that you know we were signing people up for for uh, for sixty dollars right off the bat, and we were providing them with their own website with their own online back end business management back end with a bunch of tools with a bunch of materials like fabric swatches, and everything else so so uh, we really kind of wanted to invest in in the people to be able to to for them to be able to to um, good to kind of help themselves and, and folks to, to kind of earn with us as uh, they're spreading the word about the company. It's been, it's been really awesome.
0: That's amazing. That I love to hear stuff like that because of the simple fact that oftentimes um, you see something and you hear about, you know, a business that's, like, just phenomenal. However, there's no opportunity for people to be able to participate in a phenomenal industry, and you're you creating that, and, and I commend you. I mean, I'm thoroughly impressed.
1: Thank you, thank
0: you. You're welcome. We definitely
1: appreciate and we appreciate your your, your support. And it's been it's been it's, it's certainly been been gratifying to to especially to see to see the you know folks out there who really who really hit the ground running with with uh with with our business and and, and uh, it's it's been
0: phenomenal. Yeah, especially today, you know, with the, the the young men wearing their pants that don't fit right, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> like don't no, don't get me
1: started. Don't get me started. <laughs> that's
0: oh, a, that's
1: exactly that's another another part of what we do is is uh, and, and and definitely one that that we take super seriously is, is we do a lot of speaking at uh, at colleges and high schools. Um. And, uh, and we 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 to do a a. a um a, a project and a workshop about personal branding
0: mm-hmm. so um
1: <coughs> um I got started a, uh, a few years ago i think three years ago something like that
0: when uh Boris
1: was invited to speak um at a uh, united negro college front event and uh, we put together um that uh that workshop and precisely um due to what you just said the 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 catalyst for putting together that that uh um, that workshop was the phenomenon of the the sagging pants, the pants below the below the butt, which which do not understand? So um, <laughs> essentially, we speak I don't even think they understand. About, you're probably, you're probably right. But it's essentially, we speak about um, how every everyone is is a brand, just like just like McDonald's, just like Nike, and um, once you realize that, you can make the. You can make the choices in your day-to-day life um, that can benefit you down the road in, in, in many different ways. You, you can you can essentially control the, what you communicate to the outside world because as soon as you leave the house, you're being analyzed from top to bottom at, at all times. So once you realize that 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 you know the brands out there when you talk about a, a you know an Adidas or whatever, they spend a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of resources to to uh shape the image that they put out there to the, uh, shape the company image shape shape company communication to uh, uh essentially to to put the, to put the best the, the best foot forward as a company and as an individual you can do the same thing and, and that you know from from the way you shake somebody's hand the eye contact is, uh, certainly what you wear how you carry yourself you know it all goes into how you've been perceived and essentially you can uh, go it, it even goes beyond Beyond being, being ready for opportunities as they present themselves to you because we've all heard um, you know how you you know you're supposed to be you know, prepared and you're supposed to be ready for the opportunities as as, mm-hmm. as they you know, as they cross your path but it even goes beyond that because if you if you put some thought into how you carry yourself and if you make make those decisions um constantly, you can actually create opportunities for yourself out of air we always tell the uh, the story about one uh, um uh, one one young young man about uh he was about honestly eleven years at the time um this is in, in one of the first one of the first events we we did doing doing the uh doing this this uh, um speaking engagement speaking to, to to kids It was about a room with uh with about a thousand a thousand um young men and women there and this uh and, and this these were were mostly mostly students um about fifteen to twenty years old, high school and, and college students and this uh, young man was one of maybe two or three people with a with a with a tie on. With a shirt and a tie. Mm-hmm. And uh and uh, essentially um this was um um uh, a business partner was on a was, was on a panel. Um and essentially what happened was that uh, this this as as the panel opened up, opened up the the room for for Q and A. They put a microphone um, right in front of the stage, and uh, and had you know folks come up and, and uh you know ask questions. So this young man came came up and uh, you know walked straight to the microphone and asked two or three fantastic questions. Had the eye contact. He he uh, he uh, you know his, his voice carried. He he, you know, spoke spoke very eloquently, and uh, on the panel also was uh, a gentleman whose name escapes escapes me right now, but he at the time was a um, still is a president of a a um, um a college in in northern Texas, Paul Paul Quinn University, of <coughs> oh, Paul Quinn College, know, I'm sorry. And uh, so he stopped the panel. He, he uh, you know, the, the, all the panelists look at each other. And uh, so he said, "Okay, first of all, who who came with this young young man?" And uh, his mom stood up in the in the back of the room. And so he said, "You know, this this uh, obviously he's been he's been uh, he's been taught very well. He's been brought up very very well. Um, the way he carries himself is, is very impressive." And uh, essentially, what he what he said was, "Okay." Um, at whatever, wherever, which, whichever college, university, whichever institution, um, I will be when you graduate high school, you will have a full scholarship. You will have a full four-year scholarship. Wow. Essentially, just by the way he carried himself. Wow. Um, he's actually created an, an, you know, an incredible opportunity for, for himself and for his family, and that's you know that, that applies to everybody. And we, we tell that story, and that that. Really drives home the point we're trying to make, okay. um, and and just doing that, just doing the speaking, and, and kind of getting feedback on that, and uh, kind of seeing seeing those those epiphanies happen um, for those for those young folks is 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 very gratifying as well. Because we, we uh, I'm I'm not a I'm not a great speaker. I really don't enjoy speaking in front of people, but I think it's super super important, and uh, it's critical for for everyone who can, I think, just to to, to try to counteract all the crap that, that these young folks are being bombarded with all day long because mm-hmm. it's, really it's really kind of dire out there.
0: Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right with that. You're absolutely. Well, Patrick, we have been together for a while. I feel like family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely. I agree. I agree.
0: Well yeah, so um,
1: hopefully I'll, I'll be able to meet, meet you in person sometime down
0: the line. Yeah, that would be great. Um, that would be excellent. You might not see me because you'll probably be so far up there. <laughs> <laughs> Just jump. Be I'd be jumping really high, you know. Uh,
1: it, <laughs> jump up to there we
0: go. <laughs> Okay. Now, how can people be able – I mean, the website is worldofalpha.com, and the website – is the way that they could be able to contact you if they wanted to contact you, correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. Website, okay. the we contact contact uh, form on the on the website. So again, it's worldofalpha.com. Alpha stands for affordable luxury for all, so that's our, our credo, and uh, that's how the, uh, the our our company is an acronym. so that that uh, that's really kind of encompasses what we what we're all about. But yeah, the website is worldofalpha.com. Um, for everybody out there, jump, jump on there, play around with the uh, with the 3D design, and just press men or or women at the top menu, and um, um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm I'm I hope you'll be you'll be blown away. I was, I
0: really
1: was. You can uh, you can contact us right right on the website. If you can't, if you want to contact me directly, you can you can do that right there, and, and the your your email before be forwarded to me directly. Um, for uh, for the uh, uh, direct selling opportunity, um, there's a, a many point on World of Alpha um, at the top left. It can be routed to to our our, uh, our direct selling website, which is AlphaDesigner.com. And just uh, check it out. We'd love some feedback. I'd love to love to hear what you think. Anyway, um, thanks thanks so much for uh, for having me. Oh black. thanks
0: for the opportunity. Yes, it has been. And we will definitely keep in touch. Uh because Absolutely. I would yeah, I would like to have you come back to just what we discussed in regards to, you know, the young folks. That's something that really touches me. Um, touches my heart seriously. And I would love to have you come back and discuss that a little bit more and how they Absolutely. can enhance themselves. Okay, Absolutely. great. Great, great, great. So I will I will definitely keep in touch with you, and I hope you feel better, and I thank you so much for, you know, sticking with me through the cold.
1: <laughs> battling, battling.
0: <laughs> battling the cold, yes. And I really appreciate that so much, Patrick. It has just been a pleasure, and thank you again.
1: Well, it has been all mine. Thanks so much for, for having me, Aurelia. You're and, quite uh, welcome. Yeah, we'll, we'll stay in touch.
0: Yes, and indeed. I wish
1: you, wish you all the best.
0: Thank you. Thank you. All right. So you feel better.
1: Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Okay. okay. All right. Have a good
0: bye. one. Okay, bye. bye. So, everyone, that was Patrick Kojo with an amazing company called The World of Alpha. It's www.theworldofalpha.com. And they have opportunities, selling opportunities for you to become an entrepreneur where you can sell your own clothing or you can just go on and, and you can custom design a, a beautiful shirt ladies or for the gentlemen out there you want some jeans that fit right world of alpha has them for you at an affordable price and they will look good on you uh as well as the other outfits that they've created and you know i just enjoy the opportunity to bring in these kinds of things to you because of the simple fact that in a Allows you to live your best life. And that's what we're all about. Living your best life while you can, while you're wide awake. And this was a pleasure for me. And I hope that, you know, going forward, we can bring you more opportunities like this so you can talk to the people behind some of the amazing things that you see. So you get an idea of who they are and how they came to becoming who they are and what inspired them to do what they do. So with that in mind, I'm going to let you go, and we will be back again on Saturday, I believe, um, with more of the Coco Express Show Network's hosts and segments. So please feel free to join us, and don't feel free, join us, and enjoy, and have a wonderful evening, and we will be back together real, real, real soon. And for all of you out there, um, take good care of yourself. Please, it's important. Peace. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live.